Hello, friends. There's lots of interesting things coming up in the Stoic Coffee community, so make sure that you sign up for my newsletter on my website at stoic.coffee. You can also follow me on Twitter at stoiccoffee and on Instagram at stoic.coffee, and you can find my LinkedIn page by searching for Stoic Coffee Break on LinkedIn. Now, I also wanted to let you know that I'm starting a mastermind for tech entrepreneurs as the world of tech is accelerating, and I've had people reaching out to me for a group grounded in Stoic principles. I'll be your facilitator as we tackle some of the big questions in tech using the tools of Stoicism. I have a few spots left for senior tech entrepreneurs and decision makers to join me for a one-hour bi-weekly session. I'll be interviewing candidates to form a tight group for the first cohort of five people, plus myself. Now, if you're interested in joining this, please reach out to me at masterminds at stoic.coffee. Now, again, that's masterminds at stoic.coffee. Thanks again, and thank you so much for listening to the podcast, and I appreciate your support. Hello, friends. My name is Eric Cloward, and welcome to the Stoic Coffee Break. Today's episode is called, If It's Endurable, Then Endure It. Marcus Aurelius said, everything that happens is either endurable or it's not. If it's endurable, then endure it. Stop complaining. If it's unendurable, then stop complaining. Your destruction will mean its end as well. Just remember, you can endure anything your mind can make endurable by treating it as in your interest to do so. How often do we complain about the things that we don't like in life? I mean, I think there's so many things to complain about, especially in this last year that we've had. We can complain about the pandemic. We can complain about the government and politics. We can complain about our relationships with other people. We complain about money. And we even complain about the weather. We can all find things to complain about. But the thing is, is that complaining about something is wishing things to be other than they actually are. It's trying to get the universe to change for us. And honestly, the universe doesn't care about our complaints. If you're able to do something about it, then do so. If you can't, then we need to learn to accept it, let it go, and move on. To continue complaining about something is a waste of time and energy. So the question is, why do we complain about things? I think there's several reasons why we complain about things in our lives. And I think that most of these have to do with covering up our own insecurities. I think the first one is that people like attention and people who want attention will often complain about things because it's a lot easier to complain about something than it is to actually do something. Internet trolls are a fantastic example of this kind of behavior. People also complain about things because they want to avoid responsibility. They'll blame other people or things so that they are trying to let themselves off the hook for something that didn't go right because we all don't like to be the reason why something failed. We also complain because we make up excuses or we come up with excuses for why things didn't go our way. And this is a little bit different than responsibility because this is, I see this as more of a kind of self-soothing thing for things that are outside of our control. But the thing is, is that we don't need to make excuses for things that we can't control. 
Another reason is superiority. People try to lift themselves up oftentimes by putting others down. And by pointing out someone else's failures, they imply that they are superior to the other person. And lastly, manipulation. Oftentimes, this is used as a way to bond with other people. If you hate the same things that I do, then hey, look, we're on the same side. So how do we move past complaining and move into being more productive with dealing with the challenges in our lives? Well, I think that honesty is always the best medicine. Because when we complain, it's usually because we have expectations that are not being met. And when we have expectations, we think that things should be other than they actually are. And the fact that we have those expectations means that we think we have some kind of control over something. Because we think that, th that something should or should not have happened the way that it actually did. And the sooner that we can recognize and accept something for how it really is, the less time that we spend wishing the things were going to be otherwise. Now, this doesn't mean that we should simply suffer in silence, because talking about things that are bothering us and saying them out loud is, is a really good way to understand what's bothering us. And sometimes we just need to vent. But I think that the difference between talking about an issue and complaining about it is the motivation behind it. When you're discussing a problem or venting about an issue, you're really trying to get things out into the open. You're trying to get to the heart of the problem. You're expressing how you feel about something. And it's more of an investigation about what you're feeling and thinking. There's no expectation that anything's going to change. Whereas complaining is putting things out there and expecting them to change without you having to put in any effort or to do anything that might actually change the situation. Getting things out into the open is really important. Because the sooner that we get them out, I think the more honest we can be about what's really going on and the better we can identify what the reality of a situation is. The longer that you hold on to these thoughts, the more they can drag you down. And the more they float around in your mind, then the longer they stay unresolved. And they often feel like they're, they're compounding things. And they make it feel like things are much bigger or much worse than they actually are. And I think this is why talk therapy or talking with a friend or journaling are so incredibly helpful for resolving issues. So what can we do if we're a complainer? I know for me, I, can, I fall into this category far too often. And I've been working on this a lot, and I think the one thing that's really helpful is just be as honest as we possibly can. So when we're annoyed or frustrated by something and we start complaining about it, we need to be honest about why we're complaining. Are we just hoping that things will change? Are we wishing that somebody else would fix this? Are we blaming other people? If we're doing any of those, then we're probably just complaining about something. But if we're trying to figure out what's bothering us, sometimes talking through an issue or, or saying it out loud is exactly what we need to identify what's bothering us. And sometimes we just need to vent. Now, if we've identified that we can do something about it, we need to ask ourselves if we're actually willing to do it. And we may not be in a place where we can, and that's totally okay. But if we are, then I think that's a good time to ask for help if that's something that we need to solve this problem. But if we've identified that it's something that we can't do anything about, sometimes we need to just vent and get it all out, and then we can let it go. Now, on the flip side, what can you do if you are with a complainer? Well, considering I'm usually the complainer, this took a little bit to think about, but I think if you ask them what their purpose is in complaining about this, I think that's really, really helpful. 
You can ask them if they're just venting or if they're actually looking for a solution. You can ask them if they want your opinion. You can ask them if they're actually going to do anything about it. And if they're just venting, then you can be that sounding board for them. We all need somebody to listen to us and to help us work through things that are a bit challenging for us. And if they ask for help, maybe we can offer some solutions. And maybe we can offer that help if that's something that we're willing to give. But we also need to be conscientious to not take on their emotional labor. And what I mean by that is if they're frustrated or upset about something, they may try to push those emotions out on others. Oftentimes that's a partner or a close friend and expect them to try and soothe them or fix it for them. And they may actually blame the other person for why they're feeling the way that they do. I know that this is a trap I fall into fairly often. But we can let them know that we're not responsible for fixing their problems. Because we aren't. Their problems are their own. Now we can listen and we can be supportive, but we don't need to fix anything for them. And in doing so, oftentimes we rob them of the opportunity to actually grow. And it also means that when we do that, then we might be enabling some kind of behavior that's not really helpful for them. More than anything to deal with complaints is to be conscientious and do what you can do. I remember a few years ago, I read about when Neil Diamond was on tour and he came down with the flu. And while he was recovering, he was still performing. And at one of the shows, he came out and let the audience know, hey, because I've got this cold, I'm not going to be up to my usual standard. And at that show, he offered to refund anyone's ticket that wanted their money back. And then he went on to perform. The thing was, is that not a single person took him up on the offer. And what I liked about this scenario was that he didn't complain. He didn't make it anybody else's problem. He simply stood up, recognized the issue, took responsibility for what he had control over, and let the audience know what he was willing to do. Complaining is a lazy way to deal with a problem because it's hoping that by just airing our grievances that they will somehow magically change for us. And it's a way to just become a victim because we make ourselves powerless and we give our power away to other people and to other things. If we can be honest with ourselves and clearly identify a situation for what it actually is, do what we can and let go of the things that we can't, then we can stay in control of ourselves and maintain our equanimity. And that's this week's episode of Stoic Coffee Break. Be good to yourselves, be good to others, and thanks for listening. Hey friends, thanks for listening to the podcast. If you like what you hear, I would really appreciate if you could help support me by making a pledge on Patreon. You can find me at patreon.com slash stoiccoffee. Even just a small amount helps in keeping this podcast going. Also, head on over to my website at www.stoic.coffee and sign up for our weekly newsletter. And lastly, if you know of someone that might like or could benefit from this podcast, please share it with them. Word of mouth is one of the best ways to help this podcast grow. Thanks again for listening.